Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. I guess we got a radio show to do, Nick. The hell with everything else, right? The hell with it all. We got a radio show to do, baby. Nick and I were sharing songs that we like. I just like certain songs, you know, like, I don't like a lot of new music. But every so often I'll hear a song on the radio, I'm like, yeah, I can get with this. I can get with this one. That last one I played, I can get with that. I like some of the older stuff too, but, you know, that newer stuff as well. I like it all. Take whatever. Uh, Nick, I I know uh, Ray Fittipaldo with the Post-Gazette's joining us now. I know he likes it all as too. Don't you, don't you, Ray? I don't know if Nick knows your taste in music, Paul. I mean, you're you're a... (laughs) Skid Row guy, Cinderella, right? <laughs> Skid Row, Warren, Cinderella. Yeah, like all that stuff. Uh, you know, I also love, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Al Green, you know, Janet Jackson. You I go. like that too, yeah. right? But um, Nick and I were playing some, like, newer stuff, believe it or not. But I, but, 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 but when I first got on, and here's how it all started, Ray. Uh, you know, Carlos Santana hit a big home run today for the Pirates. So in honor of him, we had to play some Santana and, and sing Carlos Santana songs. That's how of it course. all started, right? And uh, <laughs> and Nick's got a big like uh, Lincoln Town Car pimp mobile that he drives around. And I said, hey, you know, you play some Santana, right? You're dragging a cigar, driving down, you know, Frankstown Ave. They'll think you're the coolest dude on the planet. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. Nick ought to pull that off. I think. I, I keep telling him. I even tell him, you know, get a Kangol hat, put it on, man. You'll be the. You'll, they'll definitely think you're a pimp then, right? And, and then you'll just be, you'll be the man. But uh, anyway, uh, beyond my silliness, which, of course, you have no interest in, um, let's uh, get to the Steelers, who you actually cover and have a lot of interest in, Ray. Um, And, of course, they um, they've uh, we're just talking about the fact that they brought in a lot of beef today. Uh, 300 pounders, it looks like a couple of them. Um, And I heard Mike Tomlin basically say something to the effect of he wants to play a little smash mouth football. Uh, They're not kidding, are they? No, they're not. I mean, listen, Paul, you know, take the top 30 visits with a grain of salt, but I, I still think um, they do tell a story. And, um, you know, uh, they, they brought in a couple of offensive tackles today, but they've also been bringing in uh, guards and centers. And I think a lot of people assumed, um, you know, after they signed Isaac Sayamalu that they were probably done because, you know, James Daniels was just signed last year. But um, I don't know that they are. Um, you know, it could be that they just, you know, they're bringing in these guys, um, um, you know, to, to maybe scout them for the future. 
Um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's very interesting to me. I think the number one need for the offensive line is a tackle. But uh, like I said, they're still concentrating on guards and centers too. So I wouldn't totally put that, um, um, you know, out of the question here a couple of weeks from now when the NFL draft gets started. Yeah, uh, I think that's the thing that uh, is is going to be interesting to see where they go and how they go. Um, did you happen to catch any of the press conference today uh, with the Ravens with respect to Lamar Jackson? It, I'm, I'm not going to say that that seems like a dysfunctional uh, relationship, but it seems like there's a dysfunctional relationship between the, the Ravens and, and Lamar Jackson based on what I heard today. Yeah, PR 101 uh, for people wanting to get in the, into that profession. Reporters are going to ask the questions they want to ask no matter what. So um, they really put Eric DaCosta um, and John Harbaugh in a funny spot there. And, of course, that uh, that, that video has been making the rounds. Um, I don't know. To me, Paul, it looks like it's a relationship that's, that's almost done. Um, you know, DaCosta kind of said, yeah, we, we're looking at quarterbacks because – um, that's kind of the situation we're in right now. You know, they, they just don't know how this thing with Lamar is going to go here. So um, you would think, Paul, if something would happen between, between now and the draft, you know, a trade or, you know, it seems like something, um, you know, for both sides too. I, I think both sides want to get this um, kind of out of the way here before um, before the, the draft three weeks from tonight. So, um, or excuse me, tomorrow night. So, uh, it's going to be a pretty eventful uh, three weeks in, in Baltimore, I think. Um, and uh, to me, right now, as I sit here, I think it would be an upset if Lamar Jackson was back as the quarterback of the Ravens in 2023. Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be the most important thing that is is really uh, for them. But it also affects the Steelers. And, of course, you know, if you didn't see the uh, the press conference Eric DaCosta had a press conference today. It was a, dra- a draft luncheon type thing. And, of course, uh, a couple of people wanted to ask him about um, Lamar Jackson, and he got a little bit tense and basically said, we're not talking about it and all the other good stuff. But here's what I'm going to tell you, Ray. Do these people understand if you sit down in front of a microphone to do a press conference, everything is under is, – is, everything is basically, you know, fair game. I mean, Paul, it's not only the biggest story in Baltimore, you could argue it's the biggest off-season story in the NFL right now just because of, you know, Lamar being a former MVP and, um, you know, the the the, um, the financial dynamic, the business dynamic of what he's trying to accomplish here and basically get the next Deshaun um, Watson contract. So they were if, – if that PR department down there thought they were going to be able to pull that off, it was foolish – um, like I said, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they don't want to do that again, um, before the draft. And, uh, you know, when, when Eric DeCosta and John Harbaugh meet the media again on draft night, after they make their first pick, I got to think one way or the other, this is going to be, um, there's going to be some kind of resolution between now and then. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's going to be important to, uh, to note that the, uh, the Ravens have to do that. What, uh, if you look at the AFC, if, if Aaron Rodgers moves into the AFC and the Jets as he's supposed to, um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see who fits into those seven playoff spots, isn't it? Yeah, I would agree. I don't know about you, Paul. I'm not totally convinced that you know, Rodgers landing with the Jets is automatically you know, going to make them uh, a playoff team. 
Um, you know, I, I know they had a good first half of the season last year, but um, still not sold on that offensive line. Um, you know, they got some young skill guys. Yes. Um, they're trying to build around Rogers with, you know, free agent signings. So to me, that's very much still up in the air when you kind of try to put together like a super team over one off season. I'm always a little bit skeptical of that, but there's a lot of other good teams in the AFC. I think a lot of people like the dolphins. They think they're an up and coming team. You know, obviously the chargers, um, you know, it seems like every year we're talking about it, but they've got the talent and they've got the quarterback. So I would agree with you. I think the Steelers are, are squarely in that conversation, um, mostly because of their defense. Um, you know, I don't think the Steelers um, are a contender for the AFC North. I don't think they're going to challenge the Bengals this year, but I certainly think they're capable of, of being right there with the Jets and the Dolphins and some of those other teams that will be battling, battling for that sixth and that seventh, um, you know, wild card spot in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at it now, we had, I think it was Rich Gannon uh, that said the other day on one of his podcasts or one of his broadcasts that basically he thinks that Kenny Pickett is better, better than every every quarterback in this draft. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, to me, Paul, that's so hard to say, um, not having you know the opportunity to see how those guys would play you know, with NFL um, like talent around them. Um, you know, I, I think this is a good class of quarterbacks coming out. Obviously, it's better than last year's. I think Kenny Pick clearly was the number one guy in that class. Um, you can nitpick all of these guys, right? Like Bryce Young, the big thing is is his size, and uh, you just don't see a lot of quarterbacks his size make it in the NFL. You know, Stroud has the prototypical um, NFL build that you want, um, but there are questions about him. And Anthony Richardson is probably um, – you know, the, the, the A1 guy when it comes to athletic profile um, and size. Um, but he just hasn't, um, you know, put it all together yet, um, you know, from a passing perspective. So, you know, in the end, I think there's, you know, there's if you want to count Hooker, there's probably five first-round quarterbacks in this draft. You know how this works, Paul. Five years from now, we're going to sit back. One or two of these guys are going to be really good, and the rest are probably going to be, um, either out of the NFL or, you know, fighting for their jobs to stay in the NFL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big thing is, uh, to me, um, you know, you, you look at a guy, was it's Bryce Young that's really, uh, really undersized, right? Yes, he is. So, I mean... You just don't know how these guys are going to turn out, and I and I use the example. I mean, I think Kenny Pickett is the is the best quarterback going forward, but I would make the argument that you know this year the best rookie quarterback was probably Brock Purdy, and he was the Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> Absolutely right, and Brock Purdy um, isn't a big guy either. So, you know, that's like the the NFL has has changed. I think in the last. Oh, I don't know, 10 to 15 years 
with the size of the quarterbacks. But again, you know, for every Drew Brees, Paul, there's probably like five or six Baker Mayfields, right? You know, guys who are who are smaller in stature and just you know aren't able to get it done. So it, it is a roll of the dice when you want to bring in a guy who's like five eleven or six foot. Um, you know, I understand it, but tell you what, I watch Bryce Young play a lot of games with Alabama being on TV um, as much as it was the last couple of years. That guy is really, really good. I think if there's one guy who can kind of break that mold and like be that next Drew Brees type of a guy, I think Bryce Young could be that guy. There's no question. Uh, Ray, you look at um, you look at the fact that the Steelers – uh, have have really filled a lot of holes on their uh, on their uh, roster with some of the things they've done in free agency. Uh, the two that I think are still glaring to me, and maybe even three, corner. I mean, and I'm talking about a number one corner. I think I got Patrick Peterson, but I think they could use one more corner, receiver right. and middle linebacker. What are your thoughts? I would agree with you on two of those points. I think it's obvious they're going to draft one corner. They could end up drafting two, Paul, if they wanted to get a true slot corner to to, to maybe uh, compete with Arthur Mollette in the slot for some playing time, um, You know, get a slot corner who can play in sub packages. Um, I agree with you there. That That's probably um, – there, there's no surprise that there's a lot of talk about the Steelers taking a corner at either 17 – or 32, and you look at receiver, um, you know, I think a lot of people thought, hey, they'd, they maybe get a veteran in free agency and they just wouldn't draft a guy, but it seems like they're intent on drafting a guy now. I mean, I, I know Calvin Austin, there's a lot of hope for him. Um, you know, coming back, he, he had an injury-riddled rookie season. There's hope that, that he could be the number re- number three receiver, um, but there's really no resume there. You know, he played at a small college, and, uh, you know, now we're going to have to see what he does in, in year two in the NFL. Um, you know, inside linebacker, I, I agree with you to a point, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they didn't draft one. Um, if you look at the way that room's structured, Cole Holcomb got a three-year deal. Um, they think he's going to be the guy who doesn't come off the field. They're three-down linebacker. Elandon Roberts, I think, will be the other starter. And then I think uh, he signed a two-year deal. And then you got Mark Robinson, who would be, uh, you know, slotted in behind um, uh, behind Roberts as that, you know, that that number three guy, that thumper in the middle of the defense. So, um, you know, I could see them maybe drafting a guy in the third or fourth round to, to maybe play behind Holcomb, maybe see if he develops. But I, I don't think they're looking for a starter to come in here year one. I think that Holcomb is their guy there. And like I said, I think they got Roberts and Robert Robinson on the other side who could hold on the fourth there. Yeah. Um, it, it, it will be interesting to see how this all plays out. But I think that one of the things that we always love is when there's a lot of early picks for the Steelers. Uh, but the thing is, could they sort of pair them together? Do you feel like they could pair them together and move up in the draft or something? Yeah. Listen, Omar Khan said um, anything is on the table. Um you know, they could move down, too. This is such a deep draft that they might be willing to, to um, you know, trade down and maybe accumulate more picks. So, um, you know, for Steelers fans out there, this doesn't happen very often. Um, four picks in the top 80, I don't think that's happened here in almost two decades. I think it happened once early in Kevin Colbert's tenure, and that was it. So it's going to be a very eventful 
um, uh, draft night for the Steelers on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here in a couple of weeks. And I know a lot of Steelers fans are looking forward to it and, you know, see how they fill out that, that offseason roster. What was your thoughts on them adding Glenn Thomas? I didn't think much of it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's kind of a well-traveled guy in the college ranks and had a little bit of experience in the NFL, but uh, nothing really of note. So, um, you know, people trying to connect the dots and saying he's going to, you know, give Matt Canada new ideas. I mean, just <laughs> offensive assistants like that, they're really not hired to challenge the OC or anything like that. I think he's just brought in here to, you know, to do a job that uh, a lot of young people do. I think it just so happens that Glenn Thomas is a little bit older. I think he's trying to, uh, you know, maybe resurrect his career after a tough go there at Arizona State. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like when you look at what's going on with uh, with a guy like that, it's just it's interesting to me because um, you know everybody took a look at what happened uh, last year when they added a defensive assistant uh, in Brian Flores, but he's kind of a guy that probably has a little bit more pedigree than this Glenn Thomas, right? Yeah, I mean Brian Flores, three year head coach with the Dolphins. Super Bowl wins as a Patriots assistant. I mean, uh, uh, this guy, Glenn Thomas, he was at UNLV before um, Arizona State and, you know, Temple and Baylor. Not saying anything about, bad about Temple, Paul. But, yeah, uh, easy yeah, now. His, his resume uh, isn't nearly as uh, long as Brian Flores' was. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's, that's definitely uh, true. So, uh well, I'll tell you what, Ray, I'll let you go uh, and enjoy. Have, have we started uh, the uh, the Little League and softball circuit uh, for the spring yet? <laughs> Not yet. i got to wait till after Easter. So uh, middle of uh, middle of April, yeah, we'll be getting going here. So uh, always look forward You're to it. You're doing both, right? I mean, you got a boy and a girl, and they they, they, they one softball, one yeah. Little League? Yep. Uh, my boy does baseball. My, my girl, she's actually in eighth grade now. She's transitioning into track. So she likes track more than softball now. So I'll be a track meet after school and then the baseball field oh. after that. So oh. I'll be busy. Yeah, those track meets take forever. I know. And she does like she does like the very first event, like the one hundred, then she does like the four by four, which is the last one too. So lucky me, right? Lucky you and I tell you you'll have a lot of fun like when they go to the Baldwin invitational next year. Or, uh, you know, when they do, like, for instance, some Saturday Invitational where it's like <laughs> 10 hours at the track, you know, bring I a used tent. I the Baldwin Invitational. I know you used to do that as well. Yeah. So those were, those yeah. were the good old days. Bring, bring, a, bring a tent, you know, and also uh, bring, a, bring a tent and also uh, a, a little a bit of sandwich or something, right? Yeah. So, exactly. uh, yeah, those, that Baldwin Invitational takes forever. I mean, forever. But, you know, and, and the worst part is if your kid is a sprinter, which it sounds like she is, you sit there for two hours and then you watch her run for 12 seconds. <laughs> so, all right, Ray, have a good one. All right, Paul. I'll talk to you later. All right, it's Ray Fittipaldo of the Post-Gazette. I'm Paul Zeitz, 93.7. The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 